Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, Squish, uh, it turns out that Don has the week off. Um, didn't know that we could, didn't know we could do that. So, uh, you, can, you get weeks off of the podcast. Yeah, you can. So, uh, you know, I guess we got to do our, uh, our intro. So, uh, Is I guess Don like on a, a max contract though. Yeah, dude, he's earned it. It's fine. That's Whatever, true. bro. He's, you know, yeah, who's, who's, who's doing the intro then? I'll try. I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, you got big shoes to fill though. You're going to like, I really do. And I'm going to muster up your, your best Don impression. I'm not as witty as Don. This is going to fucking suck, but. We're going to fucking try it. So, um. Coming at you faster than a balloon to Mavs lead. It's the hoops and have fun. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't think this, I don't think that works. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. It's constructive. Maybe I should do it. I'll okay. do something, you know, with a little more oomph, a little okay. more pizzazz. Okay. Maybe something a little more, uh, more spicy. Okay. Go. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Try to do my Don voice. Are you not Seth Curry or a member of the Rivers family in any way and spent your Sunday afternoon calling Paul George a bitch? Well, you might be a Mavs fan. It's the Hoops and Heffa Vices podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's, <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little too aggressive. Just a little bit, man. You know? Um, yeah, you, well, all right. Well, why don't we do something we can both agree on then? Yeah, might as well. Uh, all right. Yeah, you thinking uh, what I'm thinking? I am thinking what you're thinking. Fuck, Fuck the, the Clippers! Clippers. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and, that works. Yep, and we're, we're in, good again. yeah, we're uh, so yeah. So so Don is uh, not recording with us today. Uh, he's busy with his his own personal life stuff. Uh, it is Christmas break, so technically for a lot of people. So whatever, we'll do it. We well, you and, know we're we're doing it together. Me and Squishy. and Don gets a free pass because he has a beard. Yeah, you know a nice beard. You know a nice, well maintained. Tim Hardaway esque, yeah, you know Hardaway esque beard, yeah, dude. So, uh, so yeah, uh, this is our uh, this is being squish are uh, you know running the point right now uh, together, I guess, and um, we just uh, beat the fuck out of the Clippers. <laughs> if they had any fuck in them, we just beat it out of them. Just out, just out of <laughs> it's gone. Dude, Their fuck is gone. <laughs> I, I can't like I can't believe it, but I can't believe it. Like I know that like you know Kawhi wasn't playing. I know Clippers fans, all 12 of them are going to give that excuse. Um, we didn't have yeah, but we also didn't have Chris Ops, you know, yeah. like, yeah, there were know? two K's missing from this game. Exactly. You know? And, uh, I mean, dude, we fucking just destroyed them, you know? And, they're uh, literally they're Yeah. I yeah. don't, they, they're not there anymore. They're not, you know, like good luck, Happy Lakers fans are so happy right now. Cause they remember that the, that, you know, LA belongs to them now. So, <laughs> we handed ownership of la back yeah, to the lakers yeah you know we did what needed to be done you know uh, they owned even, us we own the clippers it's a vicious triangle yeah very vicious triangle but i mean uh you know that was such a good fucking game um you know uh just everyone was on fire uh sans luca from the three <laughs> who it went... was one of those God, yeah luca's three-pointer you can tell like so just based on movement alone his legs are coming back the three-point shot isn't quite there, but it's getting close. But he shot 88% from the free-throw line. It's yeah. beautiful. So, um, so I'm not mad. <laughs> like, I'm mad. And you know, um, I guess I say this. I don't know if anyone else does. But when a player's in the zone, it's like, oh. 2K on Rookie. Or James Harden's playing 2K on Rookie right now. Or J- LeBron. Yeah, J- whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. The whole Mavericks team was playing 2K on Rookie today. It was great. Uh, we talked about this before. We got on here, but I, I was saying that this is the most satisfying blowout I have witnessed since the game four uh, Western Conference semis against yeah. the Lakers. Like it was crazy. I mean, I was laughing the entire first half and literally every time we scored, I was just yelling, boom. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it dude, was like so hype. 
and just laugh, laughing hype train. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) I mean, like everyone knows on Twitter, like I will drink during games, especially if it's on the weekend or if I'm not working. So, um, I was drinking a little bit and, uh, you know, had a little too much, had a little petty colas, had a, you know, (laughs) and, uh, I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm watching the game. I'm, I'm literally like standing up, like yelling at the fucking TV, not because I'm mad, but because we're literally just blowing the brakes off of this fucking team that, you know, last year, like took us out of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, like Lucas said, you know, he's not thinking about it, which I'm sure he's not, you know, Luca, I, I think most professional team, most professional players, they don't, they're very, um, like a very, uh, short memoried, you know, where it's just like, you know, I'm sure mm. not thinking about it. it's a new team. Like we got new pieces around, like, yeah, and I mean, sometimes it's not your night and yeah. Lucas said himself, you know, after couple preseason outings so was that that quote where he said yeah not my best shape you know they yeah. know they're working into it and then you see a f- a major flashbang grenades worth of uh potential today oh yeah dude i mean okay our rebounding problems today our rebound our rebounding problems before we had 54 <laughs> rebounds today <laughs> like- say, it's like the the meeting after the last game was just rick going guys box the fuck out Please. <laughs> and then we're like okay and I'm like, I saw yeah. them actually. I saw them actually boxing out now. Like, mm-hmm. I saw fucking just uh, James Johnson just fucking push a dude. You know, Collinstein as well. He he horsed Zubots a couple times, and it's like he something more on him later. Something clicked for him today. It was like, oh, if I rebound well, I'll probably play a lot more. Yeah. And I mean, dude, like, I don't even want to talk about the last two games. I know that we're supposed to technically, but what I games? Mean, yeah, exactly. What happened? Know? Like nothing. 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 What important. happened? Nothing important. Uh, Mavs have only played one game, right? It was just today. <laughs> this is it, bro. This is like, we, you know, we we just couldn't play a few games, and uh, today was our first game. And uh, no, but really, like, man, like it, you know, like outplayed in every aspect of the game. Forty nine percent to thirty four percent, us to them. Thirty four percent from three to twelve percent. Yeah, we're four for thirty three. Eighty eight point nine percent from the line, making our free throws. Clippers shot eighty five percent. We out rebounded. Out rebounded. Out rebounded them fifty four to thirty six. Yeah, dude. eleven to like, five on the offensive glass, twenty five to thirteen on assists, tied in blocks, but ten to two on steals, six to twelve on turnovers. I mean, we took care of the ball. We outscored them in the paint. We didn't commit a lot of fouls. Uh, yeah. Everybody looked good. Even Tim Hardaway Jr. got it together in the second half, but that's because he was taking open shots and not doing his like, I'm gonna kill this yeah. possession. Dribbling, 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 going seen. into a defender, yeah. It's like, he's yeah. got that look in his eyes. Here comes a shot. And the other teams are starting to get that now because, like, oh, this motherfucker about to shoot. <laughs> I mean, like, Jalen Brunson had a good game, dude, shooting four from Jaylen six. Br- yeah, Brunson. Like, you know, like, everyone on the team, I think everyone except for, like, maybe James Johnson had a great fucking shooting night, you know, tonight. Mm-hmm. So, I mm-hmm. mean, even the Luka going over whatever, over five from three, like, that that's going to happen. And I don't even think that, Luca even needs that. Luca doesn't even need to shoot threes anymore. Really, he I think doesn't. He needs to just let it, let the other guys. Shoot he can. He, yeah. he doesn't need to shoot yeah. them, but he can. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and I'll give him a little slack on the over five because they were. I feel like, with the exception of one, they were pretty difficult threes, and two of them. Two of them were like real late in the shot clock. I got to do a step back here with Something, like Serge yeah. Baca on my neck. Yeah. Um, so. No, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I mean, was, I mean, damn near had a triple double. Yeah, dude. I mean, and it could have had one if people hit a few of those other shots. Yeah, so he, and he dimed not, Richardson he, something fierce. Yeah, I think it was the third quarter that behind the back pass. Yes, I was like, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, yes, I wanted that to go in. So bad. I mean, fucking, you know, Jay Rich shooting fifty from fifty from the three point line. Jay Rich, Trey Burke, true. Maxi Kleba, like most guys when they got a three point shot, they fucking hit it. So mm-hmm. you know, which is fucking insane, like. Willie didn't hit his, but whatever. I think let's go and talk about Willie, man. I mean, Willie, like, I know, He's like, good. I know on Mavs Twitter, like, you know, like, out of the three, like, uh, the three centerpieces, centers we have, like, it's Willie, Dwight, and Bobon. Bobon does not have the stamina or the footwork to really be a very successful, like, starting big a lot of times. Um, Willie, though, dude, Willie, what Willie has been doing, it's fucking amazing. Because he talked, yeah. you know, because in a lot of players, like in the offseason, they'll talk and be like, hey, like, I did this, I did this, I did this, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Willie actually looks like he's actually been doing the work and doing it well. Yeah. 
So I, you know, like yeah, all all those workout videos, um, and to to see it happen on the court for him is really cool and it's exciting for a guy that I feel like has a reputation of not quite reaching his potential. So yeah. it's like, are we starting to kind of climb up and scratch the ceiling a little bit with him? Like, what what does he look like? throughout the season does he get to play more it's starting to look like he should i know we're only yeah one game in i was gonna say three games but i just remembered that we've only played one <laughs> I game. played one game um, like a goldfish like his a goldfish. first outing yeah yeah his first outing was pretty outstanding but yeah. i i was really impressed with his hustle today and um he really scrapped for some rebounds that we desperately needed you know last game but wait what game what happened yeah. i forgot where yeah. i am yeah. um but yeah i mean just out fighting like fighting for boards and he hit a nice mid-range jumper he's just got more in his bag yeah uh, and yeah. it's because of that hard work i think my only criticisms of his game today I and mean, there's really it's nitpicking at this point i thought i thought there were a couple of uh instances in like the pick and roll defense where he maybe could have stepped up a to bit, yeah. a, a yeah. shooter a little bit but i mean at the end of the day we were up 40 something points um and he was doing so many other things well it's really hard to gripe at that and good god that euro step dunk <laughs> i think i jumped five feet in the air when that happened i was so hyped so i just looked i just looked at the minutes distribution and dwight powell played 17 point 17 minutes and 54 seconds uh willie played 18 minutes in okay. like a second more you know so he played about what, like seven seconds more than Dwight did. Dwight only shot once the entire time he was on the fucking floor. Apparently, um, he finally got up for a dunk today. Yeah, you know, I think that, I think it's, I, you know, I tweeted about it the other day, but I think that it almost feels like Willie Clay Stein is going to be like the closer, almost. You know, kind of taking mm-hmm. like a baseball kind of thing where he's like, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily start. I think, I think Dwight's getting the starting position because he is like the most tenured player on the team, like as a Mav. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like he's kind of earned the respect of the entire, the entire like front office stuff like that. But yeah. And I mean, yeah, yeah I think but, psychologically yeah. knowing said, Rick, I feel like he has to give him that shot, whether yeah. we like it or not. Yeah. And if it's not working over the course of the season, I mean, Powell's the kind of teammate that's going to recognize that himself too. Yeah. I uh, think, I think when Chris Hoss comes back, it's not, it's going to be a non-factor. Exactly. Know? It's um, a non-event. But yeah. So, but like, I think. I think as long as I see Willie, like maybe like start like not starting but closing out more, like like he was for the game that didn't happen the other day, like he was he was the one who was closing out that game, supposedly, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. Dwight Dwight didn't see the floor for like the last like few minutes of that game, you know, um, I think that, you know, Willie probably deserves a starting spot but won't get it just because again like, the front office and the way that Rick feels about Dwight, um. I still think, I think my thing with like bigs is that if they know their role, you know, if they understand mm-hmm. like, Hey, like the game has changed where they are second fiddle, third fiddle, you know, to, you know, the guards or the wings, you know, um, I think, I think if they understand that, you know, okay, like all I gotta do is fucking grab rebounds. All I gotta do is fucking, you know, roll to the basket or whatever. Like, you know, I mean, for, for bigs that don't have a three point shot, basically, you know, roll to the basket, um, just box out, you know, they're going to get their minutes. Like, again, like we said earlier, like with Willie, I think Willie knows, hey, if I just chill the fuck out and do what my role is, I'm going to get more minutes. And they seem to be climbing up progressively as, like, these games have been going on anyway. Mm-hmm. So When you want to hear something nutty, uh, shout out to uh, at KBAM Sports. They pointed this out to me on Twitter, but I just looked with my own eyes to see. He was a team high uh, and I know it's a lukewarm kind of stance in general and plus minus for a lot of people, but he was a plus 31. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Willie. Willie, oh, shit, Willie was this. a plus 31 Holy today. Fuck dude. I mean, that again, Second was Luca with a plus 29 again, like with, with plus and minus, I don't fucking know or care really, but yeah. I mean, so anything, right. any numbers that say good things, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so yeah, still in 18 minutes, nine point six rebounds. Four I mean, of them offensive. Yeah, dude. Two like, assists and a block. Dude played his ass off today, insane. and I loved every second of his time on the court. I think he knows. I think he knows. I think he knows his role. And hey, like, if I do this, I'm going to get 18, 20 minutes a night. You know? I think he knows his role, and I think he knows 
his opportunity. Yeah. That he has to go take it. And I think every second he's spent on the court this season, he's been taking steps in that direction. And it doesn't hurt that Cuban loves him. Yeah, dude, bro. You see the Cuban, the way Cuban talks about him on Twitter, or just like you saw, like there was video today. He's at the game. He's at the, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure him and Steve Ballmer are just chilling. But you know, like they're at the game. I know billionaire things. You know, whatever. Like I don't know what that is. Eating uh, eating money sandwiches together. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like. You see him at the game. You see that he's fucking hyped still. Like, he's the owner, obviously, but he's still, like, very, very much into the game. And, like, mm-hmm. I think he wants to see guys like Willie, like, you know, succeed. Like, you know, he signed off on his fucking paychecks, you know? Like, yeah. You know, he wants to see, you want to see all the guys succeed. And I think, I think every single guy that went out there today did well. Like, even, like, Wesley Windu, who normally isn't going to get a lot of playing time, you know, went, went 50% from, from the field, you know? Had a few a few good plays, like whatever. Um, that that uh, Tyrell Terry pass yeah. to James Johnson to, or was it Josh Green? I think it was James. I can't remember. I think it was James Johnson. Was it James? Yeah, because Tyrell gets the steal and just instantly threw the ball behind his head yeah. and then set up. It was like a pass to assist situation to a wounded. That was cool. I mean, like Josh Green too, man. Again, like with the rookies, like they're not going to see a lot of playing time unless it was a blowout or – if there's a COVID situation or something like that, but I'm man, kind of irked for Josh Green. I don't see him credited with a steal here, but he totally stole the ball and had a breakaway dunk. Yes, he did. Didn't they have a, don't have him listed as having a steal, at least on ESPN. Oh, I'm, stat I'm, yeah, I checked. Uh, I jumped on a name NBA NBA.com and yeah, it says no steal. That's kind of fucked up. He had definitely steal. stole the ball. He got a steal, it. bro. That was a he definitely got a steal. And now me and Josh Green are very very tight because he responded to me on Twitter. So, you know, which is, if you don't know the mark of the best friendship. Yeah, exactly. When someone at you, when someone at you back, bro, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I have a lot of best friends. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <God> damn it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, this game was fun. This game was definitely a, a very good first game of the season, uh, for us. Thank God. You know, I couldn't Jay imagine, I couldn't imagine we start Oh, and two or some shit like that, dude, you know? Just, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's so good to be one and zero. Yeah, dude, it's um, great. And the season opener with a blowout win yeah, over yeah. a team that we just love playing against. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, have nothing but good feelings for. You know, and I, I mean, just realized uh, our favorite player, Marcus Morris, didn't play today either. He did not. But coward. Being he's, he's a coward. Playing scared. He heard James. He's scared of James Johnson. <laughs> he heard, bro. He heard. He was like, "Oh shit, James Johnson there." Like, Josh Richardson's not a pushover. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, "Fuck, okay." Like. You know they got guard. He didn't. They got wings that can fucking to, play defense, bro. Like he, he, didn't, he didn't want to catch any hands. I will say, it's just as general observation. It is remarkable how much better uh, the presence of Josh Richardson makes Finney Smith and yes. Maxi look. Yes, dude. Like I think they're not. The pressure's off. There's just that one other guy, and to yeah. an extent, Luca this season too. Luca's defense has been pretty good. I'm saying, dude, <laughs> like when he's on the floor with the starting unit, bro. Like everyone just like. I can see that they're a little more calm about things. Like we're not stretching you know, Dorian Finney Smith or Maxi too fucking thin, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to defense. Like, you know, he's on it and he's a fucking badass. Even if he is an Arsenal fan, but whatever. I'll get over <laughs> that. But, <laughs> but I mean like man, like this team is gonna be fun. I know we play uh I think we play on Wednesday next against the Bob, no, it's not Bobcats, the Hornets. <laughs> so, Bobcats. Sorry, the Bob Horns, I don't know, bro. But, the, uh, Bob, the Bob, Bob Nets, the Bob Bob Wasps. But, I mean, you know, like, uh, I think, you know, this first game, or if, if there were three games, you know, those first three games, like, those were kind of trial by fire anyway. You know, just because those, those, those teams historically do beat us, so whatever. Um, especially as of late. But, uh. I mean, other than that, I mean, I think it's time to get into, go ahead and get into some questions because we got a shit ton this week. Yeah, it's so a fine victory this Decemberary yep afternoon. Yep. All right, let's see. And, uh, that's how you skin a Christmas tree sandwich. It is. Oh god, damn it! That was what I saw. <laughs> that was what I saw. Fuck. Okay. I hit you with the combo, buddy. God damn, you got me. Okay. You got combo. Yeah, bow, yeah. Bow. All right, let's see. <laughs> Hey guys, let's talk grooming. And if we're talking grooming, we're talking about manscaped.com. Start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed 
to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. My eyes water up just hearing the word tug. The engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new, the improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. Last thing you want to be doing is tripping over a cord while you're trimming your bad boys. They're not bad. I don't mean to shame your balls. Don't shame your balls. Shave your balls. And you can shave your balls for 20% off, plus free shipping, with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. First question comes from uh, Grace, our good friend Grace. She asks, uh, did you get any nice gifts of the orange variety? Um, Yes, I did. I got a... My fiance, bless her heart, bought me a uh, WNBA, uh, the orange hoodie that they, you know, that's been, you know, that people have worn like throughout like the WNBA season and stuff like that. Um, I love it. It's a great hoodie. It's super fucking soft and comfortable, which is exactly what I need out of a hoodie. Um, I've already, I haven't worn it once out yet, but I'm going to pretty soon. If global warming fucking stops and it gets a little colder here in Dallas, but uh, it's a great hoodie. So I like it. Uh, do you get anything orange at all or anything for Christmas? That you, orange? Or like anything at Christmas that you like loved or whatever, like super hype about. Um, so honestly, I didn't really get together yeah. with anyone besides my kind of direct household folks. Yeah. Um, because of a little COVID scare happening, but everyone's yeah. okay, no worries. But yeah, so we had to like not, we were gonna be smart about the plans we did make, but we didn't really do much. I did get a really nice uh, pullover sweater though. I will say that. Nice. And there was a tiny, tiny jar of old smoky Tennessee moonshine in my Christmas stocking. Nice. I'm excited about it. Hell, hell <laughs> it's yeah. adorable. It's Hell adorable, man. but it'll fuck your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Okay. So it's, a, it's a chill little Christmas. Yeah. All right. See, next we'll, question. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Next question comes from Steph. They ask. Uh, Curry? Uh, no, I wish. But, uh, but I mean, Steph may have had to tell his team this or has told other teams this. But uh, what could you potentially say in a locker room if your team is down by 50? <laughs> I was thinking of that video um, of that that comedian that YouTube. He's kind of, I guess, a YouTube comedian. I forget his name. That made of he's uh, like Doc Rivers uh, getting fired. This is before Doc actually got fired, but wow. he was uh, doing a really. It wasn't even like a good Doc Rivers impression. It was just funny. But he's just going around to the whole roster, calling them trash. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No, dude, I never saw it in my life. You oh got to see it because I need to watch that. He's like, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> you are trash. <laughs> <laughs> what what would I say to a locker room? Because he's like, Paul George, I need you to listen to me when I'm telling you this. You are trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't um, know, I don't know what I would tell a locker room if I was if I was down 50. Uh, I'd be like, hey, like, let's go ahead and uh, pack up. <laughs> Ty Lewis probably like, well, guys, that was some shit. Uh, it's real bad around here. Not quite getting stepped over by Iverson bad, but we gotta get it. We gotta get it together here. Uh, why is Tyron Lou uh, have a country accent? Does he have a country accent? I don't think I so. Don't know. <laughs> he sounds. He sounds like he sounds like the KFC Colonel. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll cheer you right up. <laughs> the Tenno Run will be sparked by one of my famous bowls. God damn it. <laughs> um so this question came uh uh late i think or too early uh <laughs> hatch for short asks um can you please do a live curse on on a marcus morris if he plays tomorrow um he didn't play so there was no curses on him um but i do hope that next time we do play each other which will be after i think the all-star break uh i will hope you don't do well <laughs> so We'll save that curse. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll put our pockets here for later. Um, let's see. James Grambo asks, um, this is really deep. 
<laughs> would you sacrifice yourself for a stranger? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. For a stranger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, sacrifice though. Like sacrifice. Like, um, like you're like, gone. Like you're gone. Oh, like, oh, uh, situationally speaking. I yeah. don't know. You don't know? You don't know if you do it? <laughs> Damn, that's selfish. I think that, I think, no, I mean, <laughs> it could be, it could be a bad stranger. You don't know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Uh, I, I think they're, they're situationally, yes. But also situationally, no. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from uh, Osos Gratis. Uh, they ask, uh, can you cook a, dis- a decent brisket in the oven or does it need to be smoked? It needs to be smoked. <laughs> Smoke that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're not, we're not fucking baking anything. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think this Respectfully. is. A, I think this is a reference to uh, a certain uh, government official from Texas who did this the other day. But uh, no, you have to fucking smoke that shit. <laughs> um, let's see. Next question comes from Sammy. <laughs> Sammy asks, "How many girls does Adam Silver get?" Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> This is a. It's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, he looks kind of like a vampire, so like a bald vampire. Uh. Uh. uh the correct answer, presumably, is one. That being. His wife. There we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go with that because I don't want Adam Silver listening. This married, in, married in twenty fifteen. Really? No. Nah. Yeah. What? Have been together since 2014 how and started old? a family. How? How? Wait, what? They yeah. started a family. Yeah. What? Did how? you know Bro, that I... Adam Silver was uh, six foot three? No. Nah. <laughs> I fucking didn't. He could play point <laughs> guard. Crap. Bro. Yeah. He could be a small forward in a small ball lineup. Seriously. That's crazy. What the hell? Like. <laughs> no. How old is Adam Silver though? Hold on. He's 58. But he just got married, what, six years ago? Yeah. He started he a family? What? Yeah, two children. What the fuck? Wow. That's weird. I, I don't know. I, 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 whatever. But That's he is a vampire, though, so he's not really that old. He's I, technically, like, yeah. still an infant, which is weird. Hey, vampire years, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. 58 is pretty young for a vampire. I've seen, I've seen uh, you know, while we do in the shadows. That's pretty young, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Cher. Uh, she asks, uh, who was making the defensive assignments on the coaching staff last year? Was it Silas? Uh, <laughs> the Suns, uh, the Suns wasn't nobody making their shots uh, yesterday or whatever. Um, defensive rating is twenty six out twenty eight at the moment. I'm sure this was before today's game. <laughs> um, yeah, who? I have no idea who was doing the defensive stuff last year. I know Silas was like the uh, he was like the point guard whisperer almost. Like he was the guy who like made uh luca's like offensive game work you know and now he's working with presumably james harden so mm-hmm. you know who's kind of like what kind of does some things that luca does like on fucking steroids so you know yeah so yeah i don't know who the fuck was doing defensive stuff for our team um i know that we're not the best defensive team at the moment uh we're still kind of gain- gaining our bearings on that but uh i think it's coming you know i have no idea who the- i have no idea who's doing the defensive stuff, and I don't want to know because I don't want to be mad at anybody. <laughs> so, I don't want to single anyone out. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, next question comes from Jonas. He asks, uh, a realistic prediction for the win, win-loss win record in January if KP comes back. KP comes back. So in January. See. So January we're playing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a lot of games in January. That makes sense, though, because it's a shortened season. Um God damn. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 games. <laughs> um, most of these teams are going to be pretty good, it looks like. We got the Heat, we got the Rockets, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Bucks, who we just have their number for some reason. Um, the Raptors, Pacers, Rockets again, Nuggets again, Jazz. 
Jazz twice, both of them at Jazz in a row. That's weird. Um, and then the Sun. It's because of travel, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so out of those seventeen, I think, I think, and let's say, assuming KP comes back, let's say he came back like on the first, which would be fucking, it would be a a New Year's miracle. I would have us uh, if seventeen games. I'd put us at like twelve and five, maybe. No, no, no. Wait. So we'll probably beat the Hornets, and then January starts. So yeah. say we're two and zero. Oh. Yeah, well, going yeah. into January. I mean, I think we could have a winning record. You know, he Bulls. Let's say he comes so back like on like. Two, let's say he comes back like the eleventh. Three, seven, eight. Hmm. God, yeah, that jazz stretch is kind of brutal. Yeah, it's all, I'm like, fuck. So, let's see. And then how many games total for the month? 17. I think I counted. 17. So, 17 for the month. What the? I'm trying to do math here. I, I have an oh, idea no. in my head. Please don't hurt yourself. Hmm? What? You're discrediting my intellect? <laughs> 17 games for the month. So, I don't know. We might be 14 and 7. Okay. If I did the, if I did the math right. It's I'm just I'm saying, like, I, I, I got like 10 games I, we could win or lose because it's a good team and just divided yeah. that by two. Okay. And, uh, kind of 50-50. Maybe we win half of those. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Maybe fourteen and seven. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from Bibek. Um, they ask, uh, "What would have happened if we never got a chance to draft Luca and drafted Mo Bamba instead?" Um, we would probably not be where we are right now. <laughs> like poverty. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think. We would. Yeah. It's, lottery. Yeah, we might be in the lottery again for a few years. Um, also, because like you know, for like. Mobaba, God bless his soul. Uh, he has, um, you know, just recovered from COVID, and he got it in June. God, you know, so I, you know, I, 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 that sucks, man. Like I, I wish Bomba nothing but the best because that fucking blows. And uh, I was yeah. wondering what happened to him. I didn't realize that was going on. Yeah, Bibbs. I saw Bibbs tweet about it the other day, and I was like, oh shit, you know, because I, I thought about, it. I was like, oh fuck, I, because I watched the fuck, I watched the Magic the other day, yesterday. And I was like, where the fuck is he? You know? So, I mean, and then, you know, Bibbs tweets out that, oh, yeah, you know, uh, he apparently is, you know, now finally, like, fully, like, ready to go, you know? So, I don't know. Poor guy, man. But uh, let's see. Next question comes from Ollie. (laughs) Ollie asks, Tim Hardaway Jr. in 2025 first round pick for Oladipo. Yes or no? Um, I do that, but I think that uh, I think the Pacers want like a a draft a pick um, sooner than twenty twenty five. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure they say no to that just because of that on principle. It might yeah. Be. So yeah, let's see. Um, next question. All right, this is a good one. This is a good one just because uh, this uh stirred up uh, Mav's Twitter earlier or this week. Um. Dalton Trigg, our good friend Dalton, man, um, has his own podcast, you know, great, great guys over there, over there at the Setback Mavs. Um, he asks, uh, give me your guys' takes on this article if the Mavs can't figure out their rebounding issues on their own. So the the, the article uh, from SI basically says, or something he wrote, um, basically says, hey, like, you know, um, like, what if we traded for Drummond? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, which I think is another question I already asked with someone else, actually. Um, I'm trying to find it real quick. So I'll give everybody credit who asked these things. Um, uh, God damn, who said, who asked? Um, damn, I don't know. Someone else. I think someone else asked it. I'm so sorry if I can't find it at the moment. Um, Just like it. You're past your prime. Yeah, I am past No, I'm sorry. He's the only one I think that mentioned it, but... uh. Drummond, okay, so me and Squish were talking about this yesterday, actually. 
because we both watched that fucking tire fire that was uh the Cavs and the pistons that was such a fun messy a, basketball game a, i love it when they're close like that though because it's hilarious to see like just like the mess ups and like because both those teams like as a, a, i know the, the Cavs are i think two and right now but as of right now i don't see either of those teams making the playoffs <laughs> um but I think the Cavs might make the playoffs in the East. Oh really? Oh maybe. I don't they know. won't be a high seed, yeah. but I can't think of a team better. A lot, a lot of the East teams, it's it's you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, we watched a little bit, and I, I'm telling you guys right now, I've only watched five minutes of Drummond in my like in the season. Um, had a cool little pass. Uh, stripped the ball for you know a, uh, you know for a, I think a game saving you know game saving strip basically. He stripped Derrick Rose. Yeah, you know, on which, ball. Yeah, he you know. also a uh, possession or two before that blocked a shot that would have like almost um, essentially yeah. put the game away. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, to force overtime uh, or get the game, I can't remember, but he drew a foul, made both his free throws. He's got a reputation of being unplayable in close games because yeah. of his free throw shooting. Yeah. And he knocked him down. I mean, he was and he was playing his ass off. It's not like. Yeah. And, I don't know. And um, I mean, like, looking at his stats from that game, like, yes, he shot, I think he shot like 20 times, you know, um, stuff like that. Um, the Cavs are using yeah. him in a really weird way. Yeah. And um, he's I've, one of those, like, yeah. uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I've I've talked to a friend who's a Cavs fan, and I had a Cavs France <laughs> at me on Twitter. Um, Cavs France and Cavs France, yeah. and I'm so happy. Bro, I love, dude, I love, I love the French accounts because they have so many followers. They just, like, they're really good engagements or like that. But uh, anyway, so Cavs France was like, if he knew like his role, like if Drummond knows his role and knows that he's not a fucking floor spacer and knows that like, Hey, like, like I would just would think every center nowadays, like, Hey, like know your fucking role. You'd be fine. He would be fine. You know, it's just the albatross of a contract, you know, really like, yeah. like really like yeah. if he was making like 10, 10, 10 million less, I'd be like, yes, I want him on my team. You know, like, yeah. um, but uh, I mean, like, the thing with Drummond for me is that he and, and you guys know me. You guys know that I, I look more at like the human side of players. Like, I'm never gonna bash a player, and if I do, it's with a meme or it's something that's just like, they know I'm not being serious about it. But like, you know, Drummond's never been on a winning, like, roster. You know, like yes. Thank you for saying that. It's like yes, the Pistons made the playoffs one year, but. They had to go against the Cavs, like the the LeBron Cavs, which I mean, like that's not going to be a fucking you know a winning, you know a winning uh, season, you know for them. Um, I you know I just I just I just I, I don't know, bro. Like I like the guy as a guy. Um, I think if he didn't, I think if he came to a winning organization, whether it be like the Mavs or whether it be like whoever, you know, like I think he would it would click for him. Be like okay, like hey, like. I'm more motivated because, like, I saw what Tim Hardaway Jr. was before he came to the Mavs. Yeah. You know, he had to buy in. That's the whole thing. Like, and those are things that you can't put, like, on a piece of paper, like, on data, you know, like, and I'm, it's funny because I'm a lot about data too, like, in my personal life with my job and everything. I'm all about data. But when it comes down to it, like, these guys are players, these guys are people. Like, I mean, he could, he could theoretically probably, you know, um, succeed here. You know, if he if basically played the exact role that Dwight does, except taking three point shots, which Dwight's like a twenty percent shooter from three anyway. So, you know, yeah. like, and so is Drummond. Drummond's been shooting some you know, threes here and there. Yeah. I don't know in what yeah. con I didn't see his attempt from that game because yeah. I tuned in later. And I I just for me, um, I I just sat down. I was like, I'm gonna watch Drummond play today because I have him and Kevin Love on my fantasy team. Um, yeah. so I was like, I just want to watch my guys play. That's kind of my nerdy. Yeah. thrill of fantasy basketball as i actually like watching the players i draft um and you know i we never really pay attention to drummond other than we play the pistons but this is a dude that has historically been on really mediocre or really bad teams and um has this reputation as a stat pad and guy he's he's not dude he's just an ox down there and he to see him hustle and like step up in the clutch on defense that was cool yeah and I'm not saying I just like I'm like, what is this guy? And it's not like that contract is scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the yeah. same time. For a fucking he is, big, yeah. Uh he is 
historically one of the greatest rebounders in league history. Yeah. And that's not a stat padding thing. That's just a fact. Just watching him play, he's a moose. Yeah. He's a <laughs> moose. And I think um, one thing I said in response to somebody, because I had tweeted jokingly, bring me one Andre Drummond, please. Um, yeah. And people, you know, were obviously triggered, but we've got this division of, you know, is he good or just a stat padding dude? I don't think he's a stat padding dude especially in the right system just because of watching him play it's like okay you get him with a real coach like rick carlisle with a clearly defined role that makes the best use of his skill sets and he holy shit he'll take off like looking at tim looking at other guys that have come through here rick carlisle finds a way to get the best out of every player if they buy in if they don't buy in they're out of fucking town anyway yeah if they don't buy in they're they're rondo yeah and so what i said is um with regards to drummond we have got to stop assuming that players are not coachable. Yeah. If Drummond came to Dallas and we sat down and said, this is what we need and expect from you. I think he would do it. And that is because he would be winning. Yeah. yeah. He would be playing with Luca winning cures makes everybody better. Yeah. Winning cures everything. everybody better. He'd be pal with defense and rebounding. The dude is super athletic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw it yesterday, you dude. Like, you don't average – You, it, it's impossible as a big to average one and a half blocks and one and a half steals per game a yeah. few years in a row being a stat patter. That's not how that works. Dude can play some defense, and he's really strong and athletic. Why yeah. not – I mean, what, there's one year left on his contract? I think so, yeah. Something, right? I don't know, bro. I don't know. As a salary dump experiment, I would be A-OK with it. Like, why not? I mean, he's so strong. Like the screens he sets for Colin Sexton. Like imagine that with Luca. That's just, I think it's, it's an interesting thought. And at this point it's all hypothetical. Yeah. But I don't think it's fair to the guy to say he's a stat patter and that he doesn't do this and that when sitting down, just watching him play. I'm like, there is so much there that would benefit the Mavericks specifically even if it's a weird fit in some cases, but we got to stop being allergic to like certain kinds of bigs. Yeah, Cause Tyson, Tyson Chandler was not a shooting big. Yeah. yeah he think, hit a mid yeah. shot every now and then, but that yeah. didn't kill the spacing. I think the only thing right now is like, obviously like Kristaps excels so well in the center position, you know, like, yeah, you know, unless like we were able to like convince like Andre to be like, Hey, or, DeAndre Hale well, or whatever. Like, well, I mean, look at what we used to do with Dirk, though. So Dirk was a power forward. Yeah, KP excels at the center position, but if, if anything, like it enables him to be a help side defender a little more when he can. And if you look at how we would use Dirk in the high post, because KP in the bubble had clearly added a lot to his post bag. I mean, he was hitting fades, doing a lot of stuff yeah. down there. It didn't affect Dirk with Tyson on the floor. I don't see why this would be any different, I guess. Yeah, I mean, not that. Yeah. KP is nearly as elite from mid range as Dirk was, but there's just so much you can do with that, I guess. Yeah, like, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. And like, as of right now, like, I'm kind of like whatever the fucking front office does because I'd have no control over it. You know, like, mm-hmm. if they decide like towards like the the now March uh, trade deadline, you know, um, it was like, hey, like, we need a we need more rebounding, we need more of like of drum skill set. Okay, do it. Okay, like, I'm not gonna bitch about it. You know. Um, it's whatever at this point with them. Yeah. With like, well, you know. What I think will happen is we're going to observe carefully what this team looks like after Porzingis gets back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Cause this may all be, you know, a mood point. Like it may not matter, but KP comes back and we have another game or KP doesn't stay healthy. God forbid, knock on wood. Yeah. Doing that real quick. <laughs> um, you know, we get horsed by 30 rebounds again in a big game. I think that forces your hand. Even if it's not Drummond, we got to go get something. Um, or Collie Stein has a breakout year. You know, there's just so many. It's so early, you know, only one game into the season. Um, I'm going to keep that joke going. But um, there's just so many ways this could, could yeah. pan out. But uh, I, I I, guess my, my simplest stance on this is that Andre Drummond would be a great maverick uh and he's not just empty stats but that's my opinion just watching him play a full game and um you know his shot 
his shot attempts. I mean, this is just how they were using him. They were drawing up post ups for him, but he, yeah. I mean, he came through when it mattered. Yeah. So it's a very good question, Dalton. That's a really good article too. If you guys want to read that, it's also fun to talk about. I think it's fun to have rational discussions about things like this because yeah. everyone's at each other's throats a lot of the time and it's all shorthand because it's Twitter. But like, just get online, watch other teams play and then make decisions for yourself. Don't just look at box scores. Not that everyone's doing that, but like having yeah. watched the guy, I was honestly really impressed and like, yeah, he would help the Mavs. I don't know if I like the price tag, but you know, that go bear contract changed a lot of things too. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> third largest contract ever. <laughs> like, Yeah, he... <laughs> He's gonna bag like that. Other people are probably drooling. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and I think it's good to have like, like me and you may have a little bit differing takes on it. Where it's like, hey, like, you seem to be more on board with having him on here. Where I'm like, I'm still hesitant about really committing to anything. So, um, like mm. my previous relationships. But uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of control. But there is one thing that you can't control, and that's shaving your nether regions our sponsors at manscaped are here to remind you to do so so guys they have the manscaped lawnmower 3.0 which is a premium electric trimmer that has led lights it is waterproof and it can last for hours on end if you really need it that bad they also have the shears 2.0 which is a luxury four four piece nail kit which is awesome for those guys who just want to take care of their nails. In fact, listeners of the show can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchart at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with at manscaped.com if you just use the code armchair. As sports keep coming back, so does your, so your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betaline.ag. It's perfect because the Mavs are back, the NBA is back. You're going to be able to bet on every single game, all the props, all the futures, all the odds. It's so great. Remember, visit BetOnlineAG today and check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your wagering experts. <laughs> Let's see, next question. Next question comes from Joseph. Joseph asks, who out of all of us drink the most? Uh, what was the fattest shot you've ever taken? <laughs> so, um, so I definitely drink the most. I don't think out of the three main main proponents out of the three of us uh don i think at the moment is currently doing a don's, don's been sober for yeah, a while don, don's been doing the sober thing which i'm really proud about um you know squish on occasional drink uh, i drink a, a very occasional especially yeah. this year because uh it's yeah. such a social activity for me and when i can't yeah. go be social i just don't feel like drinking and then so with me and then with me i only drink on the weekends usually or unless yeah, i have a yeah. break like right now so um yeah, yeah so i probably the, drink the yeah. benefit is i'll be a cheap date by yeah. the time we can all oh, go out again. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so if someone wants to buy me a beer. There we go. Um, I'll just need one. The fattest <laughs> shot, the fattest shot you've ever taken. Uh, what does that mean? So like the longest shot, basically like the biggest shot you've ever taken. Like just like, cause he was saying how his is uh, 11 seconds of Buchanan, which sounds fucking disgusting. But uh, Oh, like chugging something? Yeah, bro, basically. Yeah. Um, God. So when I was graduating from college a while back, um, my fraternity came out to my to my graduation party and i'm mexican so mexican plus fraternity just it's a lot of alcohol um so la, fr- la fraternity dodd yeah la fr- yeah, fraternity dodd yeah so i Wait, was that right or did i just make that i up? mean it's whatever bro it's spanish is <laughs> um so i took i think it was like a 20 second shot of tequila like just chugging that shit um i don't remember <laughs> after uh after i don't remember anything after like nine or ten that night uh i remember waking up at like six and being like oh shit six in the morning be like oh fuck <laughs> but uh yeah that's the biggest shot i've ever taken have you any stories squish a big shot i don't remember yeah no you don't remember <laughs> i don't mean in that way i'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah, just not really been like oh yeah. yeah i really yeah i used to I be... drink i drink i drink the piss out of that booze yeah, man I, I used to be wild I, I i'm not anymore though i don't i don't uh i'm not a big shot person no i mean uh, after that me neither dude i haven't really taken shots yeah, in a while, like i've so. chugged a beer and yeah. stuff like that but i don't i don't i don't like to do that to myself i guess yeah i'm not and i didn't yeah. like to do that in college either i'm not 22 anymore so i'm no i'm not doing that <laughs> um let's see next question comes from nate nate asks uh who on Mavs Twitter has the best chance of beating James Johnson in a bar fight? Uh, none of us, I don't think. I can't think no, of one. No one has a chance. Yeah, I can't think of any one of us having a chance at all against the uh, only person James that could stop James Johnson 
Actually, yeah, James Johnson's on Twitter, so therefore James Johnson. Yeah, he's only one. That's it. Yep. So uh, yeah, James Johnson can stop James Johnson. <laughs> Beat James Johnson. Uh, Bryce asks, uh, "What would have happened if we kept DSJ?" Ugh. <laughs> um, did you say? Ugh? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think like uh, he, he's not. I love I love Dennis. Like I think he's, you know, he has a lot of potential. How do but... the how do the off seasons pan out, right? If we never traded for Porzingis, we still have Luca. We still have Brunson, right? Oh, because Brunson right. was also the Luca draft. Yeah, that's right. We probably I mean, know, yeah, maybe we... DSJ develops and is a good starter. And you know, who would we have signed? Like, who were the first on the off seasons in between? You know what I mean? If we didn't get Porzingis, we would have gone after something, right? Yeah, dude, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the roster would look like. It's like, that's just like such a, I don't know, think we'd be a better team. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> no, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Chris Lopez. Uh, Chris asks, uh, when you think of a great beer, what beer do you think of first? Well, Chris, uh, my answer would be, uh, the beer that I just drank, which is, uh, Petty Cole's Velvet Hammer. Yep. It's just my one. it's my go to. Like you know. It's becoming it's becoming a favorite of mine. Yeah, it's so good. Uh I got this is not like a favorite, but I got a founders uh CBS Imperial Stout Ooh. brewed with chocolate and coffee aged Ooh. in maple syrup. Oh bourbon, bur- okay. aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Damn, that sounds good as fuck, dude. Right? Yeah. That's that. I got, that was one of my Christmas gifts I did get. I forgot about that. Let's see. I'll next, be knocking this bad boy out sometime. Next question comes from Mavs Facebook. They ask, uh, "Would you rather lose by fifty-one or get bitch slapped by James Johnson?" Lose by fifty-one at what? Yeah, lose by fifty-one. Just lose by fifty-one in the game. In a Just game. in general. Yeah, in a game. Um, lose by fifty-one because yeah. I can I can mentally recover from losing a game. I can't physically recover from having my face broken. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a bitch slap. Yeah. That a bitch slap on either side of the face. That's some kind of orbital bone surgery, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from what? Nothing. Just that chain of thought. <laughs> Next question comes from Dalton Richardson. He asks, "Is it time to offer up Dwight Powell to the basketball gods for a better center? Is that like sacrificing him?" Uh, also, for the love of God, can't get over yourself and man up and fight Squish. <laughs> I like the second part of that question. Uh, first of all, I don't want to sacrifice anybody to anybody. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sacrifice Dwight Powell to the gods, but, uh, you know, maybe trade, trade for something. But, uh, um, also would I fight Will I fight Squish? Absolutely not. Not doing that. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's not true. Not true. <laughs> Watched him drop kick a guy Whatever. at a bar once. He will fight me. <laughs> I, it I will not. happen. I will, not. I will keep challenging you until it does. Oh shit! The Cowboys just won. Sorry, saw my Twitter. Saw saw my saw my time real quick. Uh, um, next question comes from Andres. Andres asks, "Should we start worrying two weeks from now or two weeks from KP's return if things don't get better?" Um, definitely two weeks after. What needs KP. to get better? What? Exactly. I mean, just so what needs to get better exactly? I mean, aside from today, I think like just we're like, one to know. We are one to know, but uh, you know, I think we can always improve on ourselves. Uh, probably you know, just like the defensive rotations, the rebounding, um, points, you know, production and stuff like that. Um, uh, general consistency with yeah. the things that are hurting us right now, because yeah. I think our perimeter defense has been solid every game. Yeah. Uh, the rebounding we saw today, the shot making we saw today, I would like that to be a trend and to just keep winning the turnover battle because we seem to be forcing a lot more turnovers with our newfound uh, yeah. box of wings. Box of wings. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I also want to see Josh Green get to play. He needs to play more. I think he needs to. He needs his reps. You know, I know it's whatever. You know, but he needs his reps. <laughs> mm. Um, I think we. I think if anything, we need to worry two weeks after KP comes back. Um, you know, just like you have to give him a little more time. You know, to gel with the group and stuff like that. I think even after two weeks, you shouldn't really be worrying too much anyway. Uh, it's a long, shortened season, <laughs> so 
you know, there's going to be a lot of guys resting no matter what team you're on. So what team you're looking at. So um, I think it's anyone's league really this this year. So uh, let's see. Next question comes from Alan. Um, he says, uh, how much beer do you need to drink before the perhaps Gal Meckle, holy shit, can help us by leading the second unit oh. start floating? <laughs> Bro, I need like I need like seven or eight beers before that thought even crosses my mind. And what was the to... question that was so startled by Gal Meckle reference? <laughs> how much beer do you drink before you know thinking of Gal Meckle coming back <laughs> becomes oh. a thing? Yeah, bro. Give me like seven or eight. Give me seven or eight like velvet hammers. I need two I six packs. Yeah, bro. Like that's yeah, yeah. Like I'd I'd really need to like drink to even think that. So, um, let's see. Dylan asks, would you rather hit the game winning shot for the Spurs or miss the game winning shot for the Mavs? Uh, I'd rather what? Would you rather hit the game winning shot for the Spurs? Or miss the game-winning shot for the Mavs. I would want to uh, miss the game-winning shot for the Mavs. Um, make the game-winning shot for the Spurs, That's but awesome. only if it's not against the Mavs, and if I can trade myself to the Mavericks after. Okay. That's what I do. I'll make a game-winning shot against the team the Mavericks need to pass in the playoff seedings and then demand a trade. After that, just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all part of the, the grand scheme. I just want to feel like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. No, boy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next. I'm not saying the maps aren't winners. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. you giving me the option of making a game winner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'd be okay with either, but let's, would prefer to play for the Mavericks. Let's be honest. Let's see. Next question comes from Matt. Um, Matt asks, "Is the city of Jersey too close for our white jerseys?" I don't think so. They're 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 dissimilar enough to be super different. I think they're going to be nice and shiny. I finally see them on the court. I'm so excited to see that, dude. I see them on uh, 2K, but they're they've really the the 2K version of they, they look good, but they really like the gold isn't popping enough. It seems really dulled out for some reason. That's weird. Wish they'd update that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Julian. Julian asks, which Maverick is more expendable, Dwight Powell or Jalen Brunson? Uh, at the moment, honestly, yeah. We go, you go, Powell. Really. Yeah, I was gonna say Jalen, just because we have a lot of fucking guards on our team. Mm. That's really the only reason, you know. We've, I mean, we don't have any more guards than we have serviceable bigs. I mean, I guess you know. I just, I feel like Maxi, Collistein, Boban. I mean, I just feel like with like Trey Burke, with like Jay Rich, who can you know facilitate. I guess you know. With I just feel like you know out of those out of those two, I think. Looking at like our roster depth, I think it would be Jalen out of those two. But also, Jalen had a fucking badass game today. So you know, I think I, I well, I think I also think it's Powell because Powell's been less effective. It's not just a roster composition thing. I yeah. think Brunson's upside's been higher so far. Yeah, um, it, it is negatively his impact. He's impacted the game at times. He's also had positive stretches. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's see. Powell, like I can't, I can't tell if he's. I can't tell what he's contributing right now, and that's not a good okay. thing. Yeah, that's not me knocking yeah. him. It's just, I I don't I don't know. Like, yeah, he's a good role man. He's gotten his lobs and stuff, but yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Gr. He asks, uh, "Does the weakness in rebounding versus the Lakers result from bad individual play slash players, or is there a problem in positioning communication as a team?" He also just says. Just started to watch basketball. Sorry if this is something obvious. So, first of all, awesome. You're trying to watch basketball. You picked a fucking great team to start watching. So, um, uh, I think it's really bad individual plays, dude. You know? Like, rebounding-wise. I think it's a focus thing. It's an energy thing. And, um, you know, I I feel like collectively speaking, since the preseason and the training camps were so short, 
um, I think different teams are going to hit a stride at different times. And, um, you know, who collectively showed up in better shape than others and then just kind of starting to gel. And um, I, I can't imagine a Rick Carlisle practice and training camp and all that. I can imagine that's a fairly intense thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these dudes may have been may have been tired. Not that, you know, they're elite athletes and, you know, whatever, but. I, I don't know. I feel like the, you've got to have that energy for that focus, especially with something like rebounding. Yeah. Right, let's see. Next question comes from Kenny. Kenny, I love you, dude. <laughs> he, asks, he asks, why is Squish not as good as you in 2K? <laughs> okay, Kenny. Uh, to be honest with you, dude, I haven't played 2K since like 17, 18. <laughs> so, which is why when, I think Squish had a, had a tweet the other day about uh, – um, what he called, uh, like I think uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. pressing the square button, and I totally forgot what the fucking button control. Yeah, he didn't even know what the buttons were. I don't even remember, bro. But dude, give me, give me like, <laughs> myth, give myth me like, bust that question. Give me like forty eight hours, bro. Right give me forty eight hours. Give me forty hours to train, bro. I think I got it. That won't save you from this smoke, I promise, uh, dude. I, you don't know, bro. You don't know anything can happen, dude. <laughs> Good question, Kenny. Uh, you're about to start a fucking war over here, but <laughs> um, Kenny's oh. playing with me. He know he knows I don't mess around. Speaking of uh, Dick, Nav- uh, Dick Navisky asked uh, bar fight question mark. Um, no, goddamn it, because there's a fucking. I believe pandemic. he asked bat fight. Coward. Oh, sorry, bat fight. Uh, no, because there's a fucking pandemic. No, no, just use six foot long bats. No, it's bro, a totally safe Dude, fight. Six foot long bats are fucking stupid, bro. Have you seen a six foot long bat? No. I'm not doing it's this. time to see one. No. All right. How about jousting? No, bro. You won't fight me. You Dude, won't joust me. What I is this? Not. I will not. I do. Reddit Mavericks coward. <laughs> Next question comes from the Kobe beef. <laughs> Doyle. Doyle, Doyle, Doyle. He asked, uh, you should talk about me. Um, so uh, Doyle is actually really cool. I've met him once. IRL uh, before pandemic times. Uh, really cool dude. Uh, really laid back. Uh, if you have a chance to hang out with him in real life, you should just cause he's a cool fucking dude. Uh, has a lot of interesting stories about things, you know, whether it be like mouse related or not. Um, yeah. So what's up Doyle? Uh, hope to see you after pandemic stuff. So cool. Uh, next question comes from Philip. Philip asks, uh, is KP more valuable to the map success than Luca? Ooh, and this, this had, this had like a couple of responses on Twitter. Um, I think that it's so weird because, like, um, overall success. Uh, God, that's a tricky question, right? It's a, it's a very tricky question. That's what I'm saying, like, it's a on a basic level, the answer is no. But on a level of achieving our goals as a team, he is in a yeah. sense that Luca needs him to get past certain situations in a way that the rest of the roster does not provide. But in terms of, I mean, Luca's more important to the team. Yeah. He's a once in a lifetime player. Like, <laughs> so is KP in some ways. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, that's a tricky question, but the answer can be yes on both accounts. It just depends on what you mean. I think for me, I would just, I, I'd say Luca just overall is more valuable to the team at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's just me though. But uh, next question comes from Rutuj. Rutuj asks, oh, yeah. asks uh, who will the Mavs miss most, Steven Silas or Steph, Seth Curry? Steph, Steph, Seth Curry. Um, I think they're going to miss uh, Silas more because, uh, again, he was, like, the architect for basically all of, like, Cape, all of Luca's like, offensive presence. Um, you, know, yeah, Seth, roll with that. you know, Seth Curry, like, we're, we have these guys that we just drafted, you know, who I think are going to be contribute eventually, you know, in a way that we will forget all about Seth Curry, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Richardson isn't known as being a fireballer or fireballer, but dude, he can fucking shoot that ball when it he comes shot, down to it. Well, before the Philly season, he shot like 39% or something from three. So I mean, immediately, instantly his overall presence is a huge upgrade from Seth and he can start. Yeah. And okay. the, the Trey Burke uh, breakout in the bubble certainly made Seth more expendable too. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think you know, I think we'll be okay. I think I think we'll miss Silas more, but even then, I think we have enough 
presence around. We have, I think we have, I think our, uh, our assistant coaching staff is good enough too. like, you know, I don't think we're, I don't think we're really going to miss a beat, you know, this season. So, um, last question of the night comes from Shaw. Shaw asks, uh, are you worried about us? Like as a team? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not. No. Um, so we're one and oh, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but really though, like, um, there's really nothing to worry about quite yet. Um, if it's like February, March, and we're like barely 500, then it's like, okay, yeah. But, you know, again, and again, for me, like, I don't really let losses get to me anyway, like, in real life. Like, yeah, for Twitter, I'll be like, oh, fuck, blah, blah. But, like, in real life, like, I, I just, I've never really let these things get to me, especially after 2011. Like, 2011 was fine for me. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, we got ours. Like, you know, but I know for me, for like younger fans or whoever, like, they might feel like, oh, shit, like, the pressure's on, like, you know, because that's kind of feel with the Cowboys, yeah. The Cowboys won when I was, like, five, you know? Um, they haven't won shit since, so I get it in that sense, you know, but I'm not worried. I don't think you should be either. Uh, I think we're going to be okay, so. All right, and that is it. <laughs> well, okay. I'm saying, like, that's it. Like, those are all the questions, so. Yeah. Um, I appreciate everybody for asking us questions. Uh, I'm sorry if it couldn't be as witty as with Don. Don is like our Luca, where he kind of makes everything go. So, <laughs> um, I thought I... what, 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 nothing, what, bro? You're like Josh Richardson, okay? You're fine. I'm Josh Richardson, and I'm like KP, okay? <laughs> like, I thought I was Luca. Uh, you know, it interchanges, whatever. <laughs> we're, all, we're all Luca in a way. Yeah, we're all Luca in a way. But... I'm trying to troll you. <laughs> Don you. is awesome, Fuck and you. we miss him dearly. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's gonna complete today's. Uh, it's gonna end today's podcast. Uh, again, uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple uh, Podcasts. Um, subscribe to us on um, Spotify. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts too, because that helps out a lot with like algorithm stuff. And I may be a bot, but I don't know how to control that quite yet. Um, and I think that's it. So uh, that's it. Uh, see you guys later. Be smart. Be safe. Call Paul George a bitch today. <laughs> Have a good, uh, good week. Later, guys.